0: what's going on fam welcome to the get the bag podcast episode 35
1: yeah let's before go getting
0: up there what's going on it's your girl gladia castro got my co-host tim park and uh today's hey, episode man. is is an extension of what we've been talking about uh but before we get into that uh of course like this video subscribe follow us on instagram we do have our instagram handles down below and then um, for this podcast, our Instagram handle is get underscore the bag podcast. Um, so we're at part three of a six part series. Uh, so the last couple of weeks we talked about administration and um, the last one was marketing. So we're, we're kind of touching bases on the six aspects or sec- sectors really of, of running a real estate wholesaling business. Uh, and we're now on the third, which is lead mm-hmm. management. This is probably one of the most important um, it, It's really straightforward, but it's probably one of the most important um, sectors of a real estate business because this this kind of le- allows you to get deals th- this right. way. People do not follow up. that's that's just, that's that's just a, the struggle. And they always say, right? The, the money's in the follow-up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, you have
0: to you have to follow up. So we're gonna break down uh different sections or uh different aspects of the lead management. What what does it even mean? Um how can I kind of start if you've struggled with lead managing or just kind of following up with your sellers, you know, we'll kind of break down um some things that we've learned along the way. But um but yeah what's uh I mean, starting out, to be quite honest, I always thought when I got into real estate, it was like, I have to, um, I'm just going to focus on marketing. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's what's sexy, right? Like nobody really kind of, I mean, I think now maybe it's becoming more popular, but nobody really is like, yeah, follow-ups or, you know, it's always like, yeah, marketing, let's market out to this. Let's create this campaign. Everyone focuses on the fresh leads. When there's plenty of money mm-hmm. in, you know, sitting in your CRM, um, if if you only follow up, so that, was that something you struggled right. with starting off, uh, Tim?
1: Yeah, I think you know, the lead management gets in um, lost in the weeds when you first start because you're just so excited on, you know, just uh, making the phone calls, marketing, and seeing what what list that you can actually purchase, and so um you know when you're in it and making these calls you're not really thinking up about the follow-up or thinking right. about um, a lead management system at that time and um, I think it's crucial even at the beginning to have some kind of system for lead management and a follow-up uh, process for your for yourself and um, you know getting finding a way where when the when the seller wants to get a hold of you and um, whether they leave a message or leave a, you know, their email, or whatever the case may be, or text message, mm-hmm. what's the steps on kind of, you know, getting back to them or getting back uh, on the phone with them and contacting them. So um, all of these are very important aspects. Well, the most important aspect of, you know, at least the wholesaling
0: process. Right. right, And it's a whole, it's a whole process. Like, um, of course, you know, we want to get leads. So you Mm -hmm. want to focus on marketing and, um, you know, start getting your funnel, your pipeline, because, um, if you're only focusing like, I mean, you can definitely close deals if you just focus on just pumping out campaigns, cold call campaigns, SMS campaigns. Mm -hmm. But once you start like marrying the two together of like, Your marketing and your lead management, you'll start seeing, like, oh, wow, I have a whole pipeline of Mm -hmm. leads or follow ups. Um, I think because people don't have the patience. Mm. You know, they like, I've heard of people that have followed up for four years. Like, Mm -hmm. imagine calling somebody, you know, a couple times a year for four years. Like, do people really have the patience to do that?
1: Doesn't seem like
0: that's the case. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just not. Like we keep talking about this, right? The instant gratification. Nobody wants to delay. Like you have to. I mean, like I've said earlier, the money's in the follow up, yeah. and I think we know this too. But it's just making the time. Like it, it is. It takes a lot of time to sit there and call your follow ups.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, what what would you consider a follow up? Like some something that would the lead manager would call.
1: Um. I think. Uh... Initially, someone that's really kind of says, no, I'm not interested right now. Like that's definitely something that um, or they may have more than one property and they have tenants in those uh, properties. So those are uh, definitely follow ups afterwards because anything really can happen in the time frame of, you know, hanging up the phone or, uh, you know, a text message at that time to follow up with that person um, in a week or a month or a year, the cons- consistent um, contact. I have uh, w- one guy that I've been talking to for over a year now. Um, mm-hmm. He had four properties. He, he had to short sell those properties. So um, now he's uh, in a position where he wants to, you know, get rid of his last house. So mm-hmm. that was kind of a year process. Um, and it was this constant follow up um, for a whole year, and building that, um, you know, rapport with that seller.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, if so many people I know have gone through, um, you know, how many deals? Like, if you were to look through your CRM, like, because we've all struggled with lead with managing our leads or following mm-hmm. up. Like, I I probably know a handful of leads that have closed uh, you know because i didn't follow up or they went mm-hmm. with somebody else because i didn't yeah. follow up and that's again that's just money you're leaving on the table so you know when it comes to lead management it it, it, it can be a a, fa- a factor of different things so obviously it's not it's following up with leads mm-hmm. um it could also be answering inbound calls so if you have like a system set in place whether it's sms or a cold calling where it's like you forward it to a specific number um mm-hmm. you know that's your follow-up number there mm-hmm. there you know you have somebody answering the inbound leads to be like oh yeah you know especially as you start maybe scaling you maybe want to do some facebook ads whatever the case may be but the main goal of the lead manager is to kind of prep the the the, the seller and kind of identify which bucket do they belong in are they still a cold lead or are they still a warm lead or are they still a hot lead and to kind of sum up a cold lead is just somebody who's like i'm not really interested i, I may sell in 5 years they're a cold lead they they're not selling anytime soon mm-hmm. warm lead is like okay yeah maybe in the next 6 months uh, it's a little bit, they are interested but it's just not um uh, like right now so to speak and then hot obviously is like the next 30 60 days yes i need mm-hmm. to sell this is my reason so it's up to the lead manager and, and you know for m- many of us who are solopreneurs we're kind of we, we wear different hats at different stages. So sometimes we're the cold caller, we're the VA in a sense. We're also the, uh, we do the, the marketing, we do the administration. We're also the lead manager We're the acquisition manager, where, you know, we'd wear different hats at different stages. So, um, you know, when, when you're kind of going through this on your own until you hire out, um, you can, I start identifying by checking in with these sellers, like, okay, they're not ready um, cause you never know life happens. i ran mm-hmm. into the a, a, a case where one that I, I did get under contract, maybe, um, and if I check my record, I can see that I reached out to them in 2021, like towards the end of 2021, um, through, I think a cold call or SMS, I can't remember. And, uh, she was like, yeah, I'm not sure I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about selling. And then I put, um, I put them in, um, just recently I ran like an SMS follow-up campaign Mm -hmm. a drip Mm -hmm. campaign and she reached out she's like hey i'm ready to sell and like you know i didn't really have to do much and Mm -hmm. which is why i love sms uh, but sometimes you know depending on the record but this is kind of what i mean is like you just never know life changes so if you're not following up and creating rapport and, and really developing nurturing these relationships nurturing these leads Um, it's going to be really hard because you really want the seller to have, you want to stand out to the seller. You want to just, even if it's just a call to be like, Hey, I'm just checking in with you, see how you're doing. You know, you're looking at them from, um, you know, from that perspective, you're looking at them as a person, as a human. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like Ashley says, that follow-up process is so critical. Um, if you don't have that in place, it's going to be really hard to scale. So that I feel like that's always the biggest struggle. Um, with anybody starting out,
1: yeah, absolutely. I think um, once you put the kind of the lead management process into your business, I think it's going to um, kind of jumpstart your wholesaling business to a next another level because now you have a system in place and. You have uh, how you're going to follow up with that person, Mm putting them in different buckets. And then um, whether it's a follow up phone call or a text or different campaigns that you put them in. And, you know, you might do all your follow ups when you first get on the phone or when you Mm -hmm. first get on the computer and then do your regular cold calling or manage your cold callers, you know, after that. Right. So it's just all depends on how you structure it. But at least if you have a system in place, then it's going to help your lead management and you closing deals a lot faster with the follow up
0: yeah exactly and and that's exactly everyone like if once you start getting like a a pipeline in like consistently like marketing to you know a list um you should have enough leads to follow up almost every day like people always have asked me or i remember like learning stuff people like when should we follow up like monday Mm -hmm. you know wednesday friday or once a week and people are like you should follow up every day like at some point um and I have it in my CRM where depending on like their response. So if it's like a cold follow-up or if they're not interested, I have kind of like a short-term flow and then a long-term. So it's like short-term is maybe like I'll reach out in like 30 to 45 days just as a a check-in. And I have this in SMS too, but when I niche down and like I kind of cold call them individually, a a much smaller list, um, I have it where it it's automated where if I just set a status, it um, it's creates a sequence and creates a task for me. So then in 45 days, I have a task waiting for me. So that's just kind of it, it accumulates where maybe some days you have a fuller um, set of tasks to follow up on or maybe mm-hmm. others, you know, so y- this is why like organization is so key too. So like beginning of the week, I kind of look at my tasks for the week, what I have set and I'm like, okay, Wednesdays are a really like busy day for follow-ups. Let me um let me organize my day cuz you know I still have a 9 to 5 so it's like maybe I won't push a heavy SMS campaign cuz I know I'm going to be managing that too. So it's all like balancing it out um but the the main focus is to keep your pipeline full um and as a lead manager you're kind of um I think I learned this term like you're kind of the setter when you look at mm. like volleyball, you know you have right. somebody who's like uh, pushing the ball to you. And then as the lead manager, you're kind of setting it to the closer if it's like if it's, if it's it's ready to go. Um, mm-hmm. So you're really just kind of checking in with them, see how everything's going. You're nurturing the lead. And once they're ready, um, they've already kind of understood your process because they've checked in with you consistently. And now they're like, you know, I really like um, how you guys do your things. I think I'm ready to sell. And then you can push it to the closer, but sometimes you're kind of that person too. Um, right. So that's where you're like, you're switching hats. Um, so it's a good way um, to look at it that way, where it's all about nurturing the lead. You're qualifying mm-hmm. it every, at, on every call. You're asking, like, and it can be a simple, it doesn't have to be a, a long conversation. It can just be yeah, a yeah. couple of minutes and just be like, hey, Tim, how's it going? Oh, hey, it's going well. Hey, you know, <laughs> just seeing how things are going. And, um, you know, you mentioned last time that you know, you, uh, you had surgery. How's that go? like, again, you, mm-hmm. you, this is why having a CRM where you take notes you're like, yeah, well, you know, I, I know we talked about, uh, this property here, just checking in to see if anything's changed. Um, and then they can be like, no, well call me in a, in a month or so call me in two months, you know, then I can coordinate my task off of that. So, um, it's just having a regular conversation. It doesn't have to be technical or anything like that. It's just kind of, you know, a check-in call.
1: Yeah, definitely. I just try yeah. to keep it simple. No, you have to because um, you know the conversations are short, short and sweet unless they want they're ready to go forward. Then then you get into the weeds of everything. But um, right. the follow up in that process is like crucial. Like kind of like Ash- Ashley said mentioned earlier is that that process is just, is great because you once you build that rapport and then you, you're ahead of the game when you follow up more than someone else does Mm -hmm. right and now the seller knows you by name when you call you know right you built that report saved your number exactly and when they call when you call them they say your name hey tim you know uh, how are you doing blah blah blah. i'm still working on you know my finances or my personal issues and you know um, i'm almost there yet i was like great i just wanted to You know, tap in to see how things are going for you and the family and, you know, just kind of just like you said, nurture that whole process. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if it takes months or like years, you know, um, that lead will turn into something or they may refer you to someone else, too, because you've built that rapport. So you just don't know how that deal or that particular seller is going to provide you with some some value whether it's selling their home or someone else's home as a referral as well too. So
0: absolutely. I mean, um, Ashley said the best here, too many sellers I talked to ask, will you call back because these others, others never follow up. I mean, this was me when I first started, um, where it's like, yeah, I'll give you a call back and then just, you know, yep. you know, stuff just happens or it just slips through or maybe another lead came in. So that's what you prioritize. But like Tim said, you're ahead of the pack if you're following up, like you'd be surprised so many people do not follow up. And this is where it's like treating it like a business, right? Like if you treat it like a business, you understand, like, hey, this is an important, crucial part of my business that if I don't follow, I'm not gonna close deals. Um, so it's it's so important to at least just start a simple process, even if you don't follow up every day, like just start a process where it's like, all right, I'm gonna dedicate an hour, I'm gonna dedicate uh, you know, however long. For follow-ups and i think people just overthink it where they're like i don't know what to say or mm-hmm. um how, how am i supposed to handle it like all of a sudden they just don't know how to talk to sellers where you're like but you're you know you're cold calling like it's just it's just no different you don't necessarily have to go through the script again um, but you have to imagine like these sellers are talking to so many people so you have to find ways to, to stand out like you said where it's like hey they'll know you by name um, they'll, they'll save your number and they kind of like feel comfortable with you. Uh, and you obviously don't want to be too pushy, but you want to ask the right questions to kind of get them thinking, um, and just, uh, you know, understand the type of sellers they are. Um, but that's all it is is just having a conversation. And even like for people that are like, well, you know, I have so many people that said they weren't interested. I haven't called them in over a year, call them back again, Yeah. like create yeah. a campaign. That's some, one thing I did recently where I didn't have my process set up um, to, to the T as I do now. So what I did is I did two things. I did like a more niche down, not interested. Mm-hmm. And then I did like an SMS. Um, cause I was, I think I was in the middle of like switching systems. Um, so the way I've kind of worded it was like, you know, these are people I didn't, I haven't talked to in over six months and they're not going to remember me. So I, I just kind of lay out like, Hey, yeah. Um, you know, you spoke to my, um, my rep, you know, over six months ago about your property just checking in to see if, if anything's changed um, and people are like i don't remember um or wait what's your name again am i like, oh yeah, yeah th- this is you know so and so and so um that kind of breaks the ice automatically i'm not like coming in with the usual like hey is this so and so are mm-hmm. you the owner like I-, I already know they're the owner because you know, they were labeled as not interested. So go back to these leads or go back to these follow-ups and, you know, create a campaign and see what what you find. I guarantee you'll find a lead somewhere um, in that. And even if they say like, no, I'm not interested right now, or, um, you know, at least you got an answer back. That's the biggest thing is you want to get some form of reply back from the seller. Um, And it's, it's also kind of asking too, of like, if they're ready to sell, you kind of can go in there and start that 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 process of that um, conversation. But I mean, that that's all it is, guys. Like, no. just follow up, start that conversation, um, and just see where it takes you. You ju- you just never know. I think people talk themselves out of it. That's that's the yeah. biggest hurdle.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I think, um, like you said, like if you guys are have been calling right now and then haven't followed up. Just go back to your list and follow up on those people that you know said that they you know not right now or you know put them into i don't care if it's a spreadsheet or you know write them in the notebook or whatever you you got to do to keep track of the of the these leads initially then because i when i first started I had a notepad and I would just start writing things down and then checking people off. And that was before I kind of created my own system and, mm-hmm. you know, on, on uh, my computer and everything. So um, do something that works for you initially when you start and what you're comfortable with, just create something to where you're actually following up. Because if you've been calling for a year now, I guarantee, like you said, if you go back and start reaching out to those people, especially now, mm-hmm. I think, it's going to be beneficial for you to you know you'll you'll find it like you said find a deal in in that stack so
0: i guarantee you'll find something uh there's so much money like if you just look at your crm even if you have like a free podio you have thousands of money in there you just have Mm. to like follow up um but but like i always think like why why is it so hard to follow up like why, why is it something that we don't prioritize? I think either we have to learn the hard way where it's like, Hey, we leave a we let a lead, let go or, you know, close with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Or that's always the worst part, right? When you've been following up, you've been <laughs> nurturing the relationship. Then you're like, Oh yeah, I have it under contract or I sold it. Then you're like, I just talked to you. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think the biggest thing is, is also the sequences. Like how often um, should I be following up? Um, and that kind of varies on, 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 you know, again, like how you qualify the lead. So, um, obviously that first conversation you have with the seller, you have to really like ask the right questions and get a feel for their under, like their situation. Mm -hmm. If they're saying, you know, um, oh yeah, my, um, my family's in the house. Um, yeah. Like Fran said, that's a slap in the face. Um, (laughs) I think I even made an Instagram of it. Like like, Hey, don't mess with me, girl. Like I said, I did something. If you guys go on my Instagram, um, cause it, it, it do hurt. It feel like a, like a breakup, like, damn, I thought we were tight, you know? I know, um, right? But it's always the sequences. So it's like that first conversation you have with the seller, it has to be like, well, how, what's your, you know, the four pillars, right? Like what's your motivation, the condition, uh, mm-hmm. timeline price. Uh, if you don't have like, you know, all four of those and they're not really a hot lead, they're most likely a cold lead, maybe warm. Um, so that's kind of what I factor in. So it's like, if they're a warm lead, maybe they want to sell within six months, I'll follow up with them maybe every 45 days. Um, if they, if they're a hot lead, that means they need to sell within 30 and 60 days, as I mentioned earlier, but it's also the situation. Are they like, Hey, I'm behind on my payments, or? Um, I'm going through a divorce and this is what I'm dealing with that. You don't want to wait 45 days. Maybe you want to, you know, every week or every other day you want to check in, even if if it's through text. Mm -hmm. And I've always been told to like, if, if the seller says, call me back in 30 days, you always want to cut that in half. So they say 30 days, let me call them back in 14 days or even like a text where it's like, Hey, just thinking about you. Hope everything's well. Um, you know. Just remember, you know, we're, we're ready. To, we're ready when you are. You just want to like kind of put something in the seller's mind of like, okay, this person isn't going away. Um, but that, that's kind of how you'll start learning of like the sequences. Um, and so I think it's really great having a, a system at some point as you start kind of, you know, closing a deal here and there is like you want, you need to have a CRM where you can easily track. Because, like you said, when you started, you were using a notepad, but that, that's not sustainable either. Mm-mm. At some point, you move to Podio. Mm, there's a yep. ton of free resources out there. Just pick one, uh, and as you start getting leads, you have to know where to store them, um, and so that's where you can slowly start, um, you know, creating a, a process of how often and just be consistent with it. I've noticed night and day once I start being really consistent, like this year, like people are actually answering the phone there. I'm getting a uh, conversation, like, you know, longer conversations, just, you know, I think people just talk themselves out of it again. So, um, lead management is probably one of the most important, I, I think, um, sections of, of, or sectors of, of a wholesaling business. And, um, I actually think, um, uh, I, I don't have a VA at the moment, but I think a lead manager is actually going to be my first hire. Um, because i have so many follow-ups and it it is very hard to keep track i mean i mean we talked about it too tim Mm -hmm. because you're you're juggling with bigger deals and sometimes it's hard you know for your wholesaling business uh things fall through the cracks Um, so if i can have somebody kind of manage that aspect like a lead manager slash admin um to kind of take care of that and if i kind of have my sms set up um it's it's something that's sustainable and i can kind of gradually add but you know, people usually go straight for a VA or a cold caller, um, which you, you know, you definitely could, but I think a lead manager for me, I think makes the most sense. Uh, obviously everybody's situation's different, but, um, that, that I think that's probably one of the most important, um, yeah. hires. I,
1: I think you're, you're absolutely right. And I think we're a little bit seasoned. So like, we have a lot of like data right. and follow-ups and, you know, things. So, I think that makes sense in our business to have someone to kind of manage and nurture those past leads that, you know, we've called personally. And then also we may had someone else call um, at mm-hmm. some point. Um, but, you know, you never kind of get rid of those leads because there's always something that might happen like in the future for that particular right. seller. I think um, you know, someone that's first starting out, um, I think you'll you'll have to be that person that follows up and um put put puts a system together. And maybe, you know, this could be a future podcast where we maybe set up a system for you for your lead management, right? So right. Um, I think it's that important to for people that are starting out to understand that the lead management is crucial in your wholesaling business. And Absolutely. um so I, you know, I I went from Notepad to Podio just because, you know, we learned from, you know, kind of Chris Jefferson and his group on how, um, you know, to manage your leads and, and mm-hmm. what platforms, what, uh, platforms you ha- you can on a budget, basically, right? And then right, you right. kind of gradually go up like you have, our REI Sift, and a lot of mm-hmm. people have, you know. Um, uh, you know batch leads and so there's there's a lot of different platforms that can help you manage it but you mm-hmm. do need someone to help you when you get to a certain point for sure.
0: Right yeah that's where like investing is key um, and one thing I've started doing because I'm, I'm heavy on like the SMS b- uh, bulk SMS because you know of, of time and I don't have time to sit on a dialer um, so I just do as big SMS. And and one thing I've started doing is I, I keep a lot of my follow-ups in SMS as long as I can. And so it's, this is where you start learning and maybe talking to other people too, of like, who do the same thing, the same sort of marketing that you do. Um, so it's like, you know, if I know somebody that's found success in SMS, I'm like, Hey, what, what kind of drip campaigns are you doing? And so if you have it automated to the point where certain responses or, you know, certain um, depending on the responses, you maybe add certain tags that then trigger them or put them in specific buckets. So again, if it's somebody's these like, Oh, I need to talk to my lawyer. Okay. I'm going to put them in a specific campaign or um, I'm not ready to sell right now. I'm interested, mm-hmm. but I'm not ready. I'm going to put them maybe in a short term follow-up that follows up with them. And you let the system kind of do it. Now exactly. you do have to audit the messaging because sometimes the messaging Um, gets, you know, triggered by carriers. So you have to be very specific with the terminology used. But once you have that set, like the the system is doing the work for you. Um, And then you're only getting them on the phone or pushing them as a hot lead or whatever, once they say they're ready to sell. So that's where you're letting like the efficiency kicks in. Where uh, you're not having to do so much and cold call everybody by hand. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. you do. Some not everybody has mobile phones. Um, maybe for the hot leads, it probably makes sense to follow up um, by calling. But for the most part, the, my goal is like, let me just keep it in the SMS system as long as possible and have the the system do it do its job for me, um, and then they'll respond back once they're ready. Like you know, some can follow up with them every 15 days, every, every week, maybe depending on the situation. If it's a long-term, maybe, maybe every like three to six months, it's just a text being sent out. I didn't have to do that. So as you start scaling, you'll um, you. and, And I think it's something that we learned too. After every closed deal, you should be investing in some form of efficiency to get yourself out of the business. So as you start closing more deals, you have to find ways to gain back your time so you can mm-hmm. focus on other things. So um, these are the kind of things that we're talking about, but starting off, of course, like use a notepad, Google sheets, what, whatever it is. Um, but the goal is like kind of eventually get getting your way to scale if you want to treat it like a business. So um, yeah, th- this is, this is such a, such a key part of, of, of this. And um, yeah. obviously it's, it's always a work in progress. It's, it's not perfect. My system isn't pr- perfect. You yeah, just mine either. I'd be automating it.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. as a, you know, um, I think uh, you know we're kind of winding down here. But um, mm-hmm. uh, can you speak to some of like the KPIs that you currently have um, with your lead management and how you track um, uh, you know some uh, key performance indicators for your business?
0: Yeah. So there's something I recently started doing for SMS speci- specifically. Um, I've been doing it for my more, my more niche down uh, campaigns or lists that I call. Um, but one of the things too, is like keeping track of my follow-up. So for um, every message that I send out, I, I start keeping track of that and on, on a weekly basis and then seeing like, okay, out of how many people uh, that I sent a message to, how many said they were interested Um, or they weren't, they're not interested right now, or they're interested in the long term. So I'm able to keep track of that. So I can kind of see, um, start catching like, um, not, not a rhythm, but like a trend in, you know, what, what I'm seeing. So that's one thing I started doing as well, but also keeping track of, of the follow-ups that I do by hand as well. Like, okay, I have 10 follow-ups out of those follow-ups. How many did I get a contract for, or how many said they're still not interested or, um, you know. It's possible they may be like, buzz off, like, don't ever call me again. And so they turned into a DNC. Um, so I, I keep track of those. Th- I started keeping track of those things because it, it just kind of gives you that visibility to into like your data of like, um, okay, because then you can ha- you can have that knowledge when you hand it off to somebody. I think that's mm-hmm. always the biggest thing. So that's that's something I'm keeping in mind where it's like, okay, if somebody, if I were to have a lead manager, how would I want them to track? And so now I've started doing it so that I can easily hand it off.
1: That's a great way to think about it because then you can put a, you're putting a system in place without really, you know, thinking about it because, you know, yeah. you're, you're thinking of how would someone um, that I hire, um, what would I look at, look at to see how uh, things are performing on the lead management side? So that's, that's right. awesome. I love that.
0: Yeah. What, what, are, what are some things you're kind of doing?
1: So on the, um you know, on, The KPIs for that is is, is very similar to what you're doing currently and um, just kind of tracking how many, um, you know, follow ups I do by phone. I don't do text messages. Um, That's Mm -hmm. just, you know, I'm a more of a phone person and talking to them. So um, I just kind of keep track of that. And then I put them in kind of buckets, like short, short term buckets compared compared Mm -hmm. to long-term buckets and you can already know from the seller that you've built some rapport after a few phone calls that you followed up on, on what really bucket they belong in. Um, And so like my guy, that's a year I knew that was long-term just because he had so many properties that he was trying to, um, you know, uh, get out of because Mm -hmm. he was behind on the mortgage. So I was also just helping him and providing value on different resources he could use to, um, get out of his situation. Right. So that's another reason, you know, you kind of follow up and build rapport and try to solve. It might not be the house issue. It just might be another issue that you can give that person advice on. So, and then, you know, taking notes, uh, part of the KPIs as well too is like how much information do I have on each person? So Mm -hmm. I look at that as well. Um, because if, you know, if I'm taking a lot of notes on that, then I, I expect my VA to take a lot of notes on that, you know, so mm-hmm. everybody's kind of informed on each follow-up that, that happens too. So I think right. that's that's very crucial of keeping track of that as part of your KPIs. Uh, you know, it's just a smaller indicator, but it it help it makes uh make sure that everybody's on the same page if there's a different touch point for that seller.
0: Right. Yeah. I like that. It's like uh you're building habits in yourself that you want to pass on eventually to right. a VA. Uh, and it all starts with you. Like you don't have a boss when you're the business owner <laughs> to like, look up, to tell you what to do It's like, it starts with you. So if you're, you know, start creating bad habits from the get, from the get it's, uh, it's not going to end well because, because of that. So It's just kind of taking it one process at a time, like, you know, you're going to wear different hats throughout the, you know, wholesaling process, but, you know, take some time to focus on like, you know, we've already talked about the administration side, focus some time on that. And then we've talked about uh, marketing, focus some time on that, you know, little bits in time. Now we're talking about lead management now focus, start like dedicate maybe 30 minutes to an hour to think about how can I improve my lead management? How can I improve my process, my follow-up process? And then, you know, the next couple of weeks we're talking about acquisitions, uh, Mm -hmm. dispositions, you know, transaction coordination or coordinator. Um, You know, so those are all key parts, but it's something that you want to become an expert because it starts with you. You're eventually going to hand it off to somebody, um, you know, until, you know, you bring someone on, it's it's all on you. So, uh, you know, just something to think about. I really hope that you guys got a lot out of this Um, and feel free to reach out to us if you guys have any questions or, um, you know, want to ask us any specific tips. Um, But we hope, you know, this specific episode, you guys got tons of gems from it. Um, But anything you want to leave the, the, the crew with before we take off
1: no uh yeah well my thing is this is you know this is just part of the process and this is one of the most important processes in you know wholesaling so this whole series is just based off of you know giving you information on making sure that you run your wholesaling um uh as a business right instead of right. just getting into it so these are all gems that we're kind of, um, letting you guys know that you can utilize in your business and expand your business. So, um, Mm -hmm. even, you know, no matter what you're just starting out or you've been in it for a little bit, all of these things will help you, you know, become and close better, close more deals too. So
0: awesome. And, uh, please make sure if you guys haven't uh, followed up with your, with your leads, Start following up with your leads and come back, comment on here or comment on our uh, Instagram and tell us if you've gotten any new leads from these not interested uh, follow-ups because I've noticed night and day difference just just calling back people who said they weren't interested, especially in this market, Um, people who said they weren't interested uh, and now they're interested because, oh man, I can't sell my house for, you know, X percentage now. Right. They're, you know, they're gonna be saying that, but uh, appreciate you, Robert. Appreciate, yeah, appreciate the love. Appreciate we'll be on here every Wednesdays, but yeah, let us know how how those results go. Appreciate you guys for tuning in again. Uh, don't forget to follow us on IG at real estate gladia at Mr Tim REI. Like, subscribe. Uh, on we're on IG for the podcast Get Underscore the Bag podcast on IG. But love you guys. Thank you guys for your support we'll catch you guys next week we'll we'll be talking about acquisitions so we're we'll yep. talking about closing them deals getting yeah, that there money
1: there we go action <laughs> action
0: yeah that's right mister where the magic happens cool well, y'all have a great day talk to you guys All next right, week yep.